In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. back to a lot on your plate episode two now zoe i need you to say it <laughs> like season one you can replace my welcome most enthusiastic <laughs> you could ever do no, I, I just don't <laughs> think a scottish person can do that they can give it a good bash welcome welcome to the chart topping show stopping best <laughs> podcast in the world go on zoe please <laughs> <laughs> No, the words don't come out of my mouth. <laughs> you actually, you're like a mute. <laughs> come on. Like the most enthusiastic I can say welcome is like, welcome. Perfect. No, but that doesn't sound right, Scottish. It's not got the same like fun yes. feeling to it. Well, anyway, the, the, the laugh we've put in back in due to popular demand, quite a few of you have, uh, you have missed it. I think we turned slightly serious at the start yeah, of season two is what did. the vibes I'm getting from people. So... Yeah, it's back, but only slightly back because it does give me the ick. I know, but we've just put the nice, like, <laughs> known, known intro. Can't even do it now. Yeah, no, we've cut it off at the okay. annoying part. So you're not even just going to give it one go? No, I've said my welcome okay. back. I think that was good enough. Anyway, guys, happy Valentine's Day! Happy Love Day. Happy Love Day to all the lovers out there. Do you like Valentine's Day? I think it's a of nonsense. But I couldn't disagree more. Do you, yeah, but the thing is, you get spoiled with balloons and all that shebang. No, but even if I didn't, nothing is stopping anyone going into a, ca- a card shop and getting a 75 pence card. Nobody's stopping anyone doing that. It's not hard. Yeah, but why do you love it so much? Because there's another card that I can keep. Right. As a memory. Another year in the bag. Mm. And I just think, celebrate every celebration possible. Live your life to the fullest, Jess. Yeah, no, 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 you need to preach to me. I love it. But what I'm saying is I don't believe that Valentine's Day is, I feel like I'm loved every day. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? What I'm saying is in terms of my partner, I don't feel like he needs to show me this on one particular day with all those bollocks. I think that I should be showed love every single day. No, I couldn't agree with you more yeah. there, but 
I do think that people say, oh, it's a waste of money. What, a waste of 75 pence? No, okay, I totally see what you mean, yeah. And even, like, you don't need to get me... Well, I'm saying this, like, <laughs> theoretically, right? Listen. You don't need to get me a £50 bunch of flowers. I love that. But you don't need to. <laughs> you could get me from the supermarket. It's the thought that counts. It yeah. doesn't... You don't need to spend £100. Zoe's Jason actually goes all out, doesn't he? For every single thing. You, yeah. you will have rose petals and candles coming into your house. Absolutely. But I would also do that. Yeah, like, you would. Like, I also am really thoughtful for him, too. Yeah. And I just think if the occasion's there, fucking do it. Why not? Yeah, I love this positivity from you. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> G, what do you think of Valentine's Day? <clears throat> uh, do not recognise it as a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he'd say that. So you don't get Jenna a card? Absolutely not. Do you not? No. I think I might have the first year we were together and since then. No. So do you not say Happy Valentine's Day? No, I don't even acknowledge it as a day. Wow. wow. I'm just not on board with that. No, that's that's to the extreme. <laughs> what, I does, even think... does Jenna mind or not? No, we're both like that. We've, okay, been, we've yeah. been together for yeah. 14 years or something. Yeah. Don't let the spark die. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Even... a question. Do you ever go back and look at all them cards you love to have? Have you got a stack that you... Do you know what, G? Have? I actually have. I've so got a memory box. I've got a memory oh, box. No, no. Ask Richard. I swear I do. Under my bed, I have every card he's ever given me. Same. I correct, I don't read them, but you know if I'm cleaning it out or cleaning under my bed, I'll all sit there and read through... I keep certain birthday cards as well, especially ones from my nan. Yeah, like, agree. certain things like that I do. I've got a memory box that's like my my like just me like in my life. So like yeah. things with friends or family or just things I've done and then I've got a memory box that's just Jason. Have you? Yep. And it's even got like we went mini golf, it's got the wee scorecard. Yeah. That was gonna be so nice for you to give to your Kids, because I was saying this to Richard the day, he bought me this is a funny story actually, when we went to Vegas, well you know how we had that. I don't know if I've discussed how we met. But anyway, in Vegas, on our holiday with my girls and he was with his lads, he bought a bottle of perfume on the airport coming home and he told it, his lab mates that it was for his mum and it was Mark Jacobs' Daisy. Oh, and I've I still got that, that bottom of, bottle of empty bottle to sh show our kids. This is what your dad bought me to pretend that he wasn't fucking... For me, it was for his mum. <laughs> <laughs> but I think things like that I've kept because I think that's going to be nice to give. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll keep it for the kids that I don't want, but if I do have them one day, then yeah. that's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, that's a very valid point. Anyway. But anyway, happy Valentine's happy Day. Valentine's I hope Day. you're all surrounded by love and happiness. Yeah. And not G's <laughs> terrible attitudes. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought on this potty waddy wad that we would uh, do a spit or swallow at the beginning because on lovely TikTok, I don't even know if that was actually TikTok, but our beloved, our, our true love, Tom Hanks... Can't love someone more. Anymore. Simply don't. He's obsessed with this drink. Well, he's not obsessed with it. Basically, I watched his YouTube earlier. He was in a nightclub with his wife and they were celebrating something and she had champagne. He doesn't really drink. And everyone that was with him was like, go on, have a glass. So he had a Diet Coke and he put a shot of champagne in the Coke. And apparently it's really good. And we're going to try it now. And he calls it, because it has to be Diet Coke, he calls it Diet Cocaine. <laughs> Interesting. Sounds gorgeous. <laughs> Ready? Yeah, you pop that. Wow! Now for the champagne. Aim it for G's head. <clears throat> oh, oh, oh! That was already coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Right, wait, so what goes first here, actually? Okay, well, it's meant to have ice, and then it's three quarters of the way Diet Coke. So he's said he'd, he's had he'd taken a, quite a few sips of his Diet Coke before he topped it up. So you go. A plot twist at the beginning of this, I don't actually like Diet Coke. Great. And I've also decided I'm going to have... Um, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get pissed every podcast now. So anyone wants to join me, do it. I wish they could Coke Zero. Oh, listen, G. 
Rich bought me a Diet Coke last week in a bottle and I was fuming about it. Then I had a Coke Zero. There is a humongous difference. I'm not having it. You say anything otherwise. Oh, all down, you're very well done. I also keep corks, G, do you know this? No. I keep any corks from a momentous occasion and I put them in, a, I've got a little um, bowl in my living room and I know some people write on them and say when it was, which I forgot to do. Do you remember you did your Just Jess Food Live and I kept a cork for you and I gave it to you? Yes, you did and you wrote on it though, didn't you? Just Jess Yeah, Live. you did, that's the only one that's got something on it. By the way, just to be clear, I am an absolute hoarder. I keep everything, I just don't do Valentine's Day. Oh, shut up, G. Well, that's, gee, that's actually even worse. <laughs> what are you hoarding for if it's not for nice things? Uh, it's nice things, I mean, like, sentimental things. Okay. There you go. Well, cheers. Yeah. Cheers, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. We love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cheers, my dears. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. It's giving me cherry Coke. It is giving something. It's giving me whiskey and Coke. I mean, it's not offensive. It's kind of flaring my nostrils. Mm. Same. Well, <laughs> we're all done for if mine are flaring. <laughs> Keep golf balls up then. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> it's nice. I could drink more. Should we down it? No, I feel we like I could... like to drink with Zoe because Zoe is my mate. Go on. It's a Wednesday night. Hump day. Ready I'm go. just back from the most intense trip of my life. Oh, yeah. I can't down liquids. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. I would recommend. I quite like that. It's nice. Well mm. done, Tom Hanks. Anything you do, you can't do anything wrong, mate. Agree. So, I'm sure you all want to know how the ski trip was. Describe it to me in four words. Because we've not even spoke to G about it either. I would say it was wholesome, messy, right? Challenging. Mm. Um, what's the fourth word? Magical. Wow. What do you say? Best fucking trip ever. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It really was, by the way. I loved it so much. And I think I said on the first episode there that most of the people there were my friends, if that makes sense. So I've put mm -hmm. my friends together. I suppose that you would do like a hen do, I'd imagine. So you kind yeah. of worried that people would get along. I knew everyone would get along. Everyone was so easy. I have I sound as fuck friends. And everyone was really chilled to actually book the ski trip. How easy was it? And I understand this is a really difficult part of booking trips with people. We didn't actually even really discuss anything. We no. just let you do it. And also half the folk thought we were going for half the time. They did. Some people thought we were going for four days. Some people didn't even... One girl didn't even look where we were staying. And as you could imagine, she was like, whoa, when she looked on the plane. Yeah. She lives in her own world, though. Ah, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> She was literally the highlight of my trip. We just need to discuss this quickly, right? She she owns a, a very successful cake business here in Scotland. Um, Cakes by Rebecca, she's called. And she did a Q&A. She's trying to be more active on her Instagram. And uh, she wrote in our group chat today because there's quite a lot of people tagging our podcast, being back. Thank you so much for that, by the way. And she's obviously saw it. She's now listening to it. And she wrote into our group chat like, 
guys, no way, I'm buzzing, this is yous. <laughs> like, where the fuck have you been? We only started in July. And she just, I said, and then she did a Q&A and she came back. And somebody wrote into her and said, when are you coming on Jess and Zoe's podcast? And she was like, oh, I'd be too scared to do that. And I says, did you even know what who Jess and Zoe was? And all you just went a week with us. Yeah, she don't make the connection. I don't think. <laughs> she just cracks me up. But anyway, yeah, she's extremely successful. Bear in mind, she also was describing her time away as... A spa retreat. <laughs> she did, she did. We were drinking non-stop, skiing non-stop, like absolutely done in. And we've all came back a bit fucked. And, she and is she's described revived. as a spa retreat. This, that is a proper businesswoman for you. She would go into her room at night and just watch movies. She is one of those people that you can't describe. There's Not no I, one else like her out there. She's I don't even so have funny. one word. Not even a word. She's so funny, and she'll be so made up she's even been mentioned on this podcast, We're getting her on. Yeah, we should do. Because she's actually very, very, very clever with business. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm going to have to bear it one more time. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. She's going to use that as a sound effect. Yeah, keep that Sorry, in. That was that came from the good. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, um, we love her so much, but she, there was so much comedy value on that trip with very yeah. different personalities. So much good energy. It I was very we, nice. we were all just loving it. So there was no loads, really. Apart yeah. from near the end, people were getting a bit hungover, a bit done in. Oh, yeah, the last two days were hard. A few of us were a bit choked up and stuff. But yeah. I feel like we got up and got on with it, and it was great. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we also lived, like, Queens a wee bit, is what I will say. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't as expensive as I thought. The actual no. cost to get out there was uh, expensive. The whole trip was expensive, but the spending money, which we were warned was the worst part, don't, I didn't feel like that was hard at all. And we did a kitty as well. Not at all. I think we did it the best way. <clears throat> and also, even in a couple of places, we went did like happy hours and stuff, and that's just not something I would have imagined they would do. No, yeah, they do. But thinking about it, Val Desire is where we went, and there was Val Therens, mm -hmm. is it? Another one that's quite similar. Um, and they all have that folly douche and the Coco Rico yep. chain of big, lively bars and I think they all do this happy hour and all the pubs that you went to afterwards when they were shut because everywhere shut at like eight yeah and then folly douche on the mountain shuts at four five well because you need to get back down from that yeah exactly so I would say that the pubs that you went to afterwards were just like little dingy pub like country pubs well that petite whatever la, one was la petite what, what were we calling that in the first night la petite <laughs> don't know it was something to do with fannies or boz or something. <laughs> I don't know, right? But it was not what it was anyway. That, when we saw it that night and it was full of quite old people, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the kind of old man's pub until later on and all the youngins came in and then it was absolutely Absolutely ramped. jumping, wasn't it? And it was brilliant. We had a fabulous time. I just love how no matter where you are in that place, you can dance on the tables, on the chairs. Yep. I was never after that table. Do you know when we went to Coco Rica, one of our friends, Holly, she actually crowd surfed with her ski boots on, jumped onto the banister, jumped into the crowd and crowd surfed. The bouncer didn't even bat an eyelid. They not, do not care. Everyone was jumping off the edges, just right into the crowd. Like, n no one giving a fuck. No, no one. one. Great fun. And then we had a nice wholesome night in, didn't we? You cooked um, for us, you and Rebecca. Me and Rebecca, who I've spoke about her quite a lot on this podcast. Rebecca Cook's an Instagram follower. She's amazing. Me and her did a spread and... Um, it was really nice, wasn't it? It was so wholesome. Yeah, that was really good. We did a little I feel surprise we needed for her. it as well, because we needed like a bit of health. Yes, oh, you did, yeah. It was quite nice and healthy. Lots of roasted veg hummus. Nice chicken. wine. Yeah. It's lovely. Wow, very gassy. It's because you downed all the bubbles. I know, yeah. The actual skiing part of it. We, we rest our lives numerous times, is what I will say. I'm glad to be here. 
Yeah. We, no real injuries, though. No, no real actually injuries. Actually, no injuries. What I will say is when we were skiing down from the highest point you could possibly go. Oh, yeah, we risked it. And we got there. halfway down that steep slope and you said, I think this is a black slope. Black, by the way, is the hardest slope you could possibly get and it's basically a 90 degree angle. Um, <laughs> and the wind was so... It was blowing all the snow, wasn't it? It was, it was blowing it around your feet. It was like so what you see in a film when they're trying to like survive the snowstorm. Yeah. And I really... I panicked a bit then. I panicked and I thought if there was a button for a helicopter, I'd be pressing because we'd had a few bottles of wine, I was feeling a bit brave. Me and Kirsty were like... I was like, come on, let's just go. And then I convinced the other troops yeah. to come around me, Heather and Haley. Got a bit cocky. But basically, the only way you can recognise if something's a green slope, blue slope, is the poles that they stick in on the side, and the blue look like the black up that high. We were actually at the highest um, Michelin star restaurant in the world. We were coming down from that. It was, mm -hmm. it was truly amazing. We'll speak about that more in a minute. But the slope to get down from it, the first half, first part, sorry, the pole looked black and yep. Kirsty, who was leading the pack, was down at the bottom waiting for us. And I thought, fuck. Well, once we've you're on it, it, you're on it. That's the problem. Yeah. And what I do actually think, and I know we're adults and we take our own life and our responsibility. <laughs> uh, you, know you know what I'm trying to say. Your it's our own responsibility, right? I was explaining to people, there's nobody kicking about yeah. like, to help you or to direct you or anything. Like, it's not like when you're on holiday at like, a water park and there's staff kicking about. Yeah, like lifeguards on the side. Like, <laughs> there's, but there's nobody anywhere. No. And I do wonder at night when they're doing like their... Cert, their do they do like one of the, you know how like lighthouses like search the, the ocean? <laughs> yeah. Do they do that of the slopes? Maybe. Because I think that's necessary. Because we were nearly sleeping in one of them. Yeah, it was pretty terrifying. But we did it. After that first bit, it was the best slope ever because you saw it was. It was the so clouds flat. below you it was flat it was so nice and i need to tell you a little something i was so shocked even when i said this to you so i was a little bit ahead at one point and zoe was behind me and i finally did that i'm going to take make this a core memory and it's so funny because it really is a core memory yep. so i took my time to myself and i looked at this amazing the french alps so on my own, it was silent, waiting for the girls to catch up. And I did, what can I see? What can I smell? What can I hear? What can I feel? Rady, rady, rah. And I kid you not, that image in my head now is so drilled into my brain. Then Zoe pulled up, two minutes later, she went, oh, sorry. I've just taken loads of pictures. And I went, oh, I've just did that exercise. And she went, me too. I went, no, you fucking didn't. She no, went, I, I did. did. Because I wasn't behind because I was, like, struggling and anything. I you were was just loving just it. going so slow. It was silent. It was the same. I loved it and I was just looking out. And I was actually annoyed because nobody was there to, like, get pictures, like, Yeah, but we got together. one together, didn't we? But then, eventually, I actually liked that we didn't because I was like, no, I just enjoyed that. Yeah. And I'll, it was the view that I do have a picture of and you can see the clouds and you can see, like, the mountain in, in the middle of mm -hmm. it. And I'll never forget that. How wholesome of us. It was amazing. Yeah, we stayed in a lovely chalet. We did. Although the receptionist was a bitch. She was a bitch. Honestly, she we, was, gee. we stayed in that chalet, which was quite high-end, I would say, right? To say the least, actually. And I know, yeah, it's very high-end. We had one toilet roll per toilet, which is fine for a day, right? Asking for more toilet roll was like it, trying to, honestly... It was just awful. I've never seen anyone be so rude to us. For anything that we asked for, she was... She was bang out of order. And in the end, we got four toilet rolls. There was 11 people in that. Obviously, we got more eventually, but this one situation, and it was just ridiculous, actually. And one of the girls' room smelled like sewer, <laughs> and it was really bad. And she came downstairs and she went, listen, my room smells of shit. And she looked at her and she went, well, what do you want me to do about it? And she was like, what do you mean, what do you want me to do about it? Can you, 
Do you know how much you would pay to stay in that place? But then, like, then she said a pl- uh, plumber came and he obviously didn't speak English, so he was just like holding his nose and like. And he, he was going poo 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 poo. <laughs> and Rebecca was like, the, the plumber thinks I'm doing a big shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Oh, but it was the best trip ever. It was, we're here yeah. to tell the tale, which is the main thing. And yeah. where will we be going next year? I Absolutely. want to go to um, Austria next year, St. Anton. I'll go in. Anyway. Or the place you recommended, G. Courchevel. Yeah. So one of them. Valterens would probably be better because there's a fully doses there. You well. reckon? Yeah, you, you can ski between them, but mm. if you want to stay, there's probably more nightlife. Okay. okay. Could we ski to teens as well? That was nice. Very much. That was a lot more younger, younger, um, cheaper probably to stay. Yeah. But when we were speaking to one guy actually in um, Coco Rico, he said to me, I've skied all over the world. And he said, I've never skied anywhere where slopes are not what they say they are in Val d'Isere. He says, the green is not green. And some some of our friends mentioning no names, they really struggled, didn't they? They yeah. they were, didn't enjoy it at all. And I think it was because some of them were definitely not greens. They were yeah, that's what I mean. Just for anyone who doesn't know, greens the easiest. Then it goes blue, then red, then black. Yeah. But like greens, the only option you have. Like there isn't anything easier uh, yeah. or more basic than that. And a lot of them, like for example, the one that went through the forest, you could have fell off the edge. Yeah, that was scary, yeah. Like literally fell off the edge. But what I will say is I did a red, not intentionally, and I was panicking because it was the only thing I could do when I got off the chairlift. But red, it doesn't mean that it's steeper, does it? It just means that it was narrow. So you couldn't go wide to turn, but it was actually quite flat. But the red we did after fully douched that day. That was terrifying. That was terrifying. The problem mm. was for us as well, we had amazing weather in terms of there was snow no and it snow. was sunny every day, but we really needed it to snow through the nights because, because it was icy. the last few days were just the sheets of ice, essentially. Really. Yeah. So it was quite hard. The weather you guys got was ridiculous. Yeah, you like, said that's that. Not normal. Like, Is it not? A few people said that to me. I was only going by your Instagram, but it looked amazing. It didn't snow once. Yeah. No. Usually you get a couple of nice days like that, but then you'll have the snow days or the overcast days or yeah, the foggy no. days. But every time I seen a picture of you guys, I was, it like, was Jesus. We didn't see a, a cloud. Yeah. No, not at all. And also everyone was saying to me, like, how did you look so good? And actually what I will say, and I don't blow my trumpet off often, we actually all did look good even after skiing. Yeah, because because, it because didn't, we had no, it didn't snow. We had no wetness. Or <laughs> yeah. And we, a- all, we all carried a hairbrush as well. Yeah, we did. But I thought I was going to be like, a mess. Looked as I'd been dragged through a bush backwards. Yeah. No, we did actually, all look quite decent, actually. We, actually, looks quite nice. Love that for us. Same. Anyway, enough of the ski chat. Well, what I will say is we didn't get to catch up on old Love Island, did we? Sorry, G, I know you, your brain's going to turn to mush, but we'll just catch up quickly. <laughs> his face is rubbing his eyes like, can't help me. Well, so I've, I've caught up now, have you? So I'm up to date, but I've not seen them all if you know what I mean. Right, okay. Because when I got back on Sunday, I attempted to watch <laughs> Graham's them. actually taking his headphones off. <laughs> Are on. you actually leaving the building? <laughs> we, we're going to do a maximum of three minutes on this. Okay, anyway. I will. <laughs> I'll speak quickly. I haven't seen every inch of it because Jason watched them all and he was like, I'm not watching them again. Yeah. And I fell asleep and whatever. But I'm up to date and I know everyone's hating on Ron. But do you know what I will say? I actually think Lana's worse. Listen, for me, what I'm going to say is it's the Ron show and it's pissing me off. The Ron and Lana show, I'm done with them both. Boring. Just get together. My prediction now is that someone will come in that's perfect for Casey and he'll win it. Because everyone's now loving him. Yeah, he's super cute. Everyone was loving him anyway. Yeah. And we're kind of like rooting for him and Lana, but now she's fucked him over. Everyone is loving him even more. And what I will say is that by the time this podcast comes out, 
opinions change overnight and we're a few days behind before this comes out, so. Absolutely, they change like the weather. And I know. Shaq, at the moment, from what I've seen so far, I love him, I love how he speaks. I think he's the first guy I've ever seen in Love Highland history to actually stick up for a girl in front of a group of lads and be like, you disrespected her. I really like that. I think he's Green going flag. in a bit for Ron. He yeah. really pulls him up every time. But I think they all have. I know. We don't see, remember, we only see an hour a day. I don't know why. I don't really have a reason behind this, right? But I actually quite like how Tom just doesn't give a fuck. He, listen, I said this in our group chat, right? He is cheating on his girlfriend at the first PA he ever does oh, when absolutely. he gets out of that villa. He is the biggest player I've ever seen. Would I get with a guy like that on a night out? Absolutely. He is gorgeous. A hundred percent. And also, I he feel is like... Cheap. He's like six foot five. He is handsome. He looks like a player. The girls were... I don't think... He's basically kissed every girl that's in there. And do you know what? That's what it's all about for me. Yeah, he's just a dick. Went and make the most of it. But he's not... They don't, no, even, he, they don't even think he's a dick. But that's what I mean. He doesn't actually owe anyone anything. And he is saying the no. truth. He, he is nobody's man. Nobody. But I think the way he says those sort of things, he is a big dirtbag on the outside. Oh, definitely. And Zara fucked it when she said this part, the thing about his family, didn't she? I don't think like, I've seen that bit. Oh, she just said, I hope your family's proud of you. And he was like, nah. And then it came to the picking <gasps> and she was the last one and it was between her and someone else and she was booted out. But what I will say is, Zara again, she spoke straight facts. Mm. I liked her. She was a bit like much and like loud and whatever for me, but. A bit too brov, brov. Yeah. <laughs> Why did it, what's all this thing they're saying? Like uh, deepening it and calm, calm brov. Like, what is that chat? It Are must we not... be what the youngins say these days, Jess. <laughs> we're not, we're not. Because the one thing I have realised is we're getting old. Mate, I'm old. You are old, but I'm getting old. Yeah. And gee, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll catch up again on that yeah. in a week's time and see yeah. where we're at. Because you're right, our opinions are going to change. Exactly. And Casa Moore will have Ron. That's happening now, is it not? I'm on that yet. No, Casa Moore's not yet. Okay, fine. Okay. Exciting. What next? Let's go into our main topic. What's been a lot on your plate. Well, I feel that like we can share our mental and is that what we say? Emotional. Emotional. And physical, physical. ones as a pair. Yeah, because it's emotionally we're quite seriously upset about being home from the best holiday of our lives. Yeah, the blues are kicking in. They are. The the severe chest infections also kicking in. Yes. Which is hard. Glad it's over, but glad it happened. Type vibe. Yep. Yeah, okay. And <laughs> physically. We need to discuss oh, yeah. that we went to the highest yep. Michelin Michelin star restaurant. In, restaurant in the world. It's called Panoramic and we ate snails. Yeah, and you liked them, didn't you? Well, what actually happened is the first one I had, <laughs> I just had the breaded bit and I thought, wow, that's lovely. And <laughs> she then... Did. She was like, wow, crispy. And I was like, definitely wasn't crispy, that was the topping. <laughs> yeah. And then when someone else was doing it, I realised there was an, an added extra. So then I had it and I actually did enjoy it, you know. But what I wouldn't I be like, is, oh, I'll have snails today, but... But it was seasoned in a lot of like garlic, garlic butter, breadcrumbs, and but it all was that. lovely. And we also mm -hmm. had frogs' legs. You tried them another night, yeah, which are just like chicken wings. Yeah. The thing I didn't like about them was actually that they were so bony, so bony, very thin bones. Yeah. Yeah, because you were thinking you weren't eating a bone in your Yeah. Head. And we had um, fondue. We ate very French. French onion soup, which was rubbish. See, I enjoyed that, but nah, it's not something I would have often. So it wasn't as good as the one I've had back here. Hmm. That's concerning. Yeah. So, 
we've asked our listeners, as always, what was on their plate physically, and we picked one this week because somebody said they had the New York Times best chocolate chip cookie recipe ever, and they confirmed it was the best chocolate chip cookie they've ever had. Wow. I'm not a baker, so, but I'll be intrigued to make that now. I actually tried to bake cookies once, so I thought, easiest thing to bake, and I failed. Which ones were they? I think I just followed the recipe online, I'm mm. not sure. But I did it with Jason and we were actually quite shocked at how terrible we were at Really? So I might try them though. I do love a cookie. Love a cookie. Yeah. Even um, a Maryland. Love. The what? Oh, Maryland, Maryland cookies. Mm. What do you say? Ma- Maryland? Maryland. What did you say? Maryland. Oh. We used to say it different, but it's just accent, I think. <laughs> Don't you love them Fox's biscuits? You know, the ones that come in the tray? Yep. And they're, like, chunky and du- dipped one side. I think they're, oh. like, luxury. Yeah. Like, if you buy them, you've got to buy extra dollar swings. <laughs> not, not, just a, not just a digestive You're thing. not getting, like, the one pound Maryland. You're getting, like, the 249 Foxes. Yeah. Because they've only got, like, six in it as well, yeah. so they're not really a share bag. But they're good. They are good. A dip and a cup of tea. Mm. And we asked... Some of our listeners, what's been on, on Lost on Your Plate emotionally? We had loads of answers, but we can only pick out a couple. But I want to give a little shout-out to somebody special to us, old Susie Tate. I know you're listening, you love our podcast. And you, um, she's not actually related to Richard, but she knows Richard. She's from the same village as him, actually. Well, they must be... They must be, yeah, must be <laughs> all in breadstone, that means. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> anyway, just go back to it slightly. Um, she has has just had um, her operation. She's just been told she had breast cancer and she is in recovery and she's doing very well and she is on the road to recovery. She's staying positive. She loves our podcast every single week and she sends us so much great energy and positive vibes every week. So we just want to give a shout out to you because she told us to tell everybody to please check your boobies. It's so important. So yeah, if you could all do that for her, that would be great. I love that for her. Yeah, she's great. What a lovely, feel good and a roundabout way message. She is. She is amazing. And we've also had a listener saying that she's going through a bad breakup at the moment. Sorry to hear that. But I do have a podcast recommendation for you. I had my eyelashes and eyebrows done the other day by um, a lady of mine. Shout out to Nat. She's amazing at fancy flutters. And she has just recently been going through a breakup. She's a boss bitch. And she told me about this podcast called Heal Your Heartbreak. And she said it is absolutely amazing. It's really helped her. So anyone out there that's going through a breakup, I would suggest you maybe have a listen to that because she's got a great outlook on it all and she stayed very strong going through the breakup. Something that I quite admire because I don't know how I'd act if I was going through a breakup now in this age Mm. to you. No, not really. But some of the stuff she was telling me, I was like, wow, I really wish I would be like that if I broke up with someone. Yeah. She didn't talk to them again. She was like, nah, done. I think that's an older thing, though. Do you reckon? Like, I think if we had to go through it now, it would be very like, well, if it's done, it's done. Like, none of that pissing about shit. Yeah. Whereas before, it was like, oh, what's a wee text? What's a wee drive? A drunken you know I mean? text and all that. What's a wee drunken sleepy room? <laughs> sleepy <laughs> <laughs> Whereas now, you just would never. We're mature. <clears throat> but I don't know. This is what I'm saying. I don't know how I would act now. I would like to think I would behave that way. I know, but In my head, when I'm tell telling ourselves. friends, I'm like, fuck that guy. But I hope that I would be that way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, me too. It wasn't a good break, by the way. He was a dick to her, so... that I do think in long term, that makes it easier. Because I think you have the upset stage and then you have the angry stage. Yeah. But if nothing really has happened, it's hard to get to the angry stage. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. You just kind of just always feel sad. But anyway, that's a shame. That is a shame. So, 
Moving on. Moving on, G said. Right? <laughs> moving on. Thank you. We've, we've been over our fucking time for the first couple of sections, I think. <laughs> I'm having too much fun. <laughs> having too much fun. That's not what I meant. <laughs> what do you mean, G? How would you deal with a breakup then, smart oh. ass? <laughs> <laughs> I was being judgmental at the breakup. <laughs> <laughs> Up to that point, everything was very positive and it just went boom. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. And if you really want to know, I am all in or all out. Are you? 100%. Love it, G! Yeah, I love but you don't give her a Valentine's card. <laughs> so he's not all in. I love that though. That's what you want from a man, isn't it? Yeah. Right, so let's pick up the vibes. Woo! Posy, posy vibes! I don't know how I've got any hair left in my head because it all falls out. Um, and let's talk about something that I'm sure people really think seeps out of me. <laughs> Self-love. Self-love. On this special day, I'm still sipping this uh, drink, it's going down well. On this special day of love, we thought we would talk a little bit about how we project self-love. Self-confidence. Yep. We get asked that quite a lot. Mm. But also what you guys do for a little bit of self-care, self-love. Mm -hmm. Because Valentine's Day, if you do celebrate it, isn't all about being with a partner. It can be about anything, just love in general. So we thought we'd spread yourself. it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's more important then. Yeah, because that. I actually think you can be in a, I wouldn't say not in a happy, loving relationship, right? Maybe that's a bit far, but you need to love yourself first. Absolutely. And I do know that we all have inner demons and there's always this... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Comparison and all that with things especially around social media and Instagram these days. You never think you're good enough because you're looking at other people's lives constantly. But they say comparison is a thief of joy. So I feel like if you can be grateful in that moment of who you are and what you've got, it's very easy to then love yourself and love the things that you have mm. and be grateful for them. I mean, I think I'm perfect, but that's just Well, me. obviously you do. No joking, I actually don't. But um, what I have realized is I would say, I'm just gonna get right in about it, right? <laughs> I would say that recently I've felt better, and I know this is quite a, maybe a vain thing, I'm not sure what the word is, but one day I realised that I wasn't really making a lot of effort myself. Mm -hmm. And I mean wee things. And you know how you see people and you think, they just look great all the time, I wanted to be that person. And that yeah. made me feel better, because I started making more of an effort. Yes. I know I don't really look like your knight in shining armour all the time. Yeah, that's nice, actually. But like, work, see when I wake up, and I'm in a rush, and I rush at that door, and I'm running at the train, and I forgot my earrings and my lip gloss and all that. I don't feel good, and that actually really helped me when I was more organised. Yes, and we like put a nice outfit together, and make yep. sure you have that extra 10 minutes in the morning to put a bit of 
slap on your face. Absolutely. So I think everyone should make an effort in ways that they want to. Yeah. I definitely. don't mean it's all about looks. It's not. No, but, but it's more like how you feel. Makes you feel good, doesn't if it? If you feel you look nice, you, f- you feel good, don't you? That's so true. I do feel like even by me, as I work for myself, like if I get up and get dressed about mm-hmm. my day, put a bit of makeup on, I'm so much more productive <clears throat> and I have such a more productive day. I feel happier. Yeah, I just feel like I've accomplished stuff. It makes yeah. me feel good. But I think with me as well, I, I'm, I'm very grateful and very lucky to be to have this mindset. And I'm, I'm aware that it's not doesn't come naturally to a lot of people. But I've never really compared myself to other people. I've never really... I've always surrounded myself, which is a really important thing, but I've always was told one time that you are a true reflection of the five closest people to you. And I ensure that those five people are great people that are ambitious, that make me feel good. I always want to make them feel good. We push each other in life. Um, Nothing about appearance. It's all just about how they make me feel inside. And I think that makes me a happy person. And I think when you are, when you do feel loved, you can, you give love. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think being around people that either like compete with you. Yeah. Or drain your energy. You, You actually do become so negative and I've just got a very glass half full type of life and I try my best to see the positive in things. I understand that there's days where I do feel like shit. There really is. And there are days when I look on social media or if I'm hanging around with someone that's probably had a lot of work done or something and I think, oh, wow, they look so good. Maybe if I had a little bit of this or that, I'd feel, would not make me feel happy. Not a fucking chance in hell. And I just think it's really, and there's nothing wrong with that. And if that does make you happy, then great. But you have to learn to love yourself as you are. It's so important. Yeah. I also think people do get carried away with the materialistic things because of social media. And don't get me wrong, everyone loves, like, a nice bag or whatever, yeah. right? E- not even if it's expensive, I don't mean that, but people like to buy themselves nice things. Yeah. And it makes you feel better, like, there and then, but it's not like a long-term fix. Yeah. But I just think in terms of um, making that extra time a day for exercise as well is so important. Mm-hmm. It's not so just good for the you, the way you look, but it's the way you feel, your brain, your mind. You make, you're so productive, it releases them good endorphins. It just makes you feel great. Once you change your aim of exercise to being to make you feel good, not to make you just exactly. look good, you actually commit to it so much more. Yeah, it's so because true. you don't get like disheartened by not being skinny overnight. Yeah, I saw um, a girl that we both follow actually on Instagram. <coughs> she had posted uh, Georgia Bayless. It was actually. And she'd posted that she ne- was always hated exercise her whole life, and she's got, she's got a naturally very slim frame. Mm-hmm. But she picked up Reformer Pilates and now she does it religiously every day. And she said, I finally found something that works for me. I'm not doing this to change my body. I'm doing it because it makes me feel good. I'm moving my body. My body is changing because of that. But my my mind feels clearer. I'm enjoying it. I feel like I've got a little hobby now. And I just think it's so important to not always look at someone that's probably doing like boxing or PT or CrossFit or yoga. And always think that I need to do all these things to to look the way they look. You need to do something that makes you feel good. And in yeah. turn, you will, the bonuses will be, you will get a better body and all that jazz if you really want that. But Which is actually the reason some people don't have confidence is because of the way they look, which everyone has. So that is fair enough. And it's people, somebody actually wrote to us and they said they've got a lot on their plate this week. They said, I'm really struggling to get motivation to go to the gym. I just hate it. Don't do it then. Don't well, do that not if you hate some, it. You're not finding something yeah. you enjoy then. You need to find something that you like. Find a different hobby that keeps you active. Also, if your diet's right and you're active as in go get your steps in every day, you'll yeah. see a difference. Yes. And also as well, another thing that is quite important with self-love, and which I think I'm quite good at, is when you walk into a room of people, I know it's comes, it comes a lot down to self-confidence, but 
I know, let's say I go into a, I go on a night out and I think, oh, it's gonna be so many beautiful people there, whatnot. I always tell myself that I'm gorgeous, as we all know. Yeah, you do. Right? And I do actually do, I feel it. May not look it, but you know when I tell myself, I feel like shit, I look like shit. I'm going to this room, my confidence lacks. I don't have good conversations with people. I'm like hunched over. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen often, but when I feel that way, it really reflects on how I act as a person. And I think if you tell yourself every day you're beautiful or I'm gorgeous and honestly, your life will change, it's mad. I love that for you. But mm. also I agree that if I feel like I look like shit, which is a shame because no one ever does, right? Yeah. But if you feel that like I'm not as sociable on a night out. No, true, that's what I mean. And you do sit kind of like- Your confidence lacks. Say if your arms out and you don't want to hide them. Yeah. Or like your jeans are a bit tight or whatever. You, mm -hmm. you do hunch over and you do hide yourself. Yeah. And you're not like as confident speaking to people. Exactly. But everybody's perfect. They are. And I understand that confidence is one of those things that you have to build up on. It's, it's easy enough for me to say, oh, walk into a room and make tell yourself you feel a million dollars. But you, you need to work on it. Stop putting yourself down. Stop telling myself, oh, I feel <clears throat> fat today or look like shit. I wish I looked like that person, blah, blah, blah. I think everyone should get a post-it note. Yeah. Write a message to themselves and put it on their mirror. Cute. And send us a picture. I'm gorgeous. That's a nice idea, yeah. Another it just came to me there, my marketing genius. <laughs> And another important thing is what we spoke about, our lovely journal that we really want to write. Somebody said to me that they were feeling great when we asked them on the pod. Um, they'd been journaling for two years. Something that I do dip in and out of, and As I know you don't all. do it all. No. But I do think that it's so important to remember what you have and write down what you're grateful for about what you don't have. It's, it's also important to write your goals for the year mm -hmm. and what you want to achieve but also remember of what you have. Same as what we spoke about in the last episode. Write down your small wins. They'll make you feel good. I've actually not updated mine since the skiing holiday. I've got quite a lot to add. Exactly, Zoe. Yes. Only add that I survived, like I said before. <laughs> but maybe I'll twist it and do it in a positive way. Who Love knows? it. And also my biggest, biggest, biggest thing that I live by and swear by is I don't give a single fuck what people think about me. I no. really don't. Unless I'm hurting someone, I would never want to hurt yeah. someone's feelings. That's com that's completely different. That's a completely different. I think there's a fine line, and the example I always give is, and I know it's so stupid because you don't know people's tones and all that over like texting, mm -hmm. right? But say we've been not we've been fine for a week, yeah. and then one day you're a bit off with me over message. Stop thinking that you're you're the problem. Yeah, I think people need to stop thinking that it's themselves at the problem because maybe that person's just having a bad day. Yeah. Unless you know you've upset someone, deal with it and fix it, right? But people are very bad at like blaming themselves, and it's like but you've that's, probably that not done anything. from anxiety, though. Yeah, that, and that's obviously a deeper issue. But but I, I say to people all the time, I just don't think I'm the problem unless I know I've done something wrong, and I don't yeah. mean it in a ignorant, like rude way. I mean it in, as a like people have bad days, like you're you might just be getting the brunt of it. Like don't always assume yeah, and get like overthinking that you're the problem. I do think when you get overly not. anxious, you do feel like everyone's talking about you or everything's yeah. aimed at you about you. And that's really hard <laughs> mindset to get out of once you're in it. But I think when you start believing that you do your best. You stay in your own lane right. in life. Yeah. Don't give a fuck what people think about you. When you get out up about all these things that are said about you, gossip think gossiping things online Honestly, I just feel sad for those sort of people if that's what they're spending their own time doing, and that makes them happy. Then fine, because it, it clearly doesn't make they're clearly not happy people. Yeah. But don't care what people think about you, and just stay in your own lane, and you honestly, your life will transform. But don't hurt people in the process. 
Never. And you should care. And if you do, apologise. And even if you don't, I know we're digressing on a bit of a different subject here, but even if you don't believe that you've done anything wrong, but they say you've hurt their feelings, you should still always apologise. Like that. That's so, yeah. the end of that. Nice little TED talk there. Lots of little tips. Hang about with us if you want to. We're your friends Jeez, now. Jeez, got something important to say. I love the TED talks. The that should be a segment. The TED talks. Mm, it's a bit. It's a bit revolved around you. <laughs> the the quinfluence and the TED talk. Yeah, quinfluence should just be that I'm influencing people, like advice. Yeah, you're quinfluencing people, and I'm giving you the TED talk. We're geniuses. God put <laughs> us on this world together. <laughs> I'm having a top up. So we asked some of you what you do for a bit of self-love and somebody's wrote, caring less about what people think about me. Great one. They do things like baths and have masks and skincare routine. That's a great part of self-care, isn't it? Yeah, like I think people, and it relates back to the saying yes, saying no more, all that shit, is if you don't want to do something, don't do it. It'll make you feel shit. Have a night in, go for a bath, which makes me upset because I don't have one in my flat. But anyway, (laughs) put a face mask on and just chill out. Spend some time yeah. with yourself. I think people who never want to be on their own... Struggle to enjoy I, their own Yeah, like time. I'm not trying to... Um, what's the word? You know, like you group everyone together. I can't remember what the word I'm looking for is. Um, but I don't know that it's good if you never want to spend time yeah. on your own. I agree, actually. Because then the, if you can't be with your own thoughts, then you've got some work to do, I Yeah. Feel. Jenna made a good point to me once, actually, when we went out for our lunch at Christmas. She said that... As she's got older with time, like she obviously loves looking at people having a great time when they're out, but she does not experience FOMO at all anymore. Yeah. She's so content in her life that she feels like she never, ever feels like she misses out on anything because if she wanted to be there, she would be there. That's how I feel. Yeah. But she's and so I content. used to be like, I will attend absolutely everything. And actually, I probably did want to at the time. Yeah. But there's been a couple of times that we've done stuff, you've not came or you've yeah. done stuff, I've not went. And yeah, I'm like, oh, I wish I was there because I wish I was spending time with yeah. you and other girls but I'm not like sitting like with the fear that I'm missing out like yeah. you're going to tell me everything that happened anyway yeah exactly and you're not going to have a stinking hangover the next day either and I'm on my couch watching a movie with a sheer bag of chocolate and I'm happy as Larry dreamy that's, cool. that's our age though showing yeah that's, that's. and uh, somebody else has said here concentrate on what I've achieved rather than what I've not again that boils down to gratitude Yep. Being grateful for what you've got, small wins. I'm just going to give a shout out to my best friend Holly, who has a self love page on Instagram and it's at the self love hub. And we'll share it because she does some really great quotes and things to keep you going and help you journal if you're on that journey. Journal journey. For someone yeah. who isn't really into all that stuff, I actually don't mind a quote. Yeah, she does some nice quotes. And I'll you know see. what I will say about Holly's page as well? In the captions, she writes things that are really relatable to people that are our age and not someone from like a therapist perspective, just someone that's gone through stuff. And I think it's really easy to sort of, what's the word? Relate. Relate, yeah, relate to her post. And it's, you know, she doesn't write it all mushy mushy. It's just yeah, straight to the point, cutting the crap. I think sometimes stereotype was the word I was looking for a minute ago and I'm going to use it again. I'm not trying to stereotype all influencers here, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of the time, it actually might make people feel worse when they're seeing someone who has this so-called perfect life. Yeah. And then they come out and speak about, like, not everything is the way you see it on camera, but, like, here's my Chanel bag. Yeah. And I'm like, it doesn't really... That doesn't really Some people aren't really putting it together. Aligned in the right way. It's kind of like, almost, it does come across like ticking a box. Right. Whereas I think there's some influencers out there who are amazing at all that. Yeah. And, like, Holly's page, for example, she gives her own experiences, and obviously we know that they're real, like yeah. things that she's went through. And then she won't post for two months. She'll come back and she'll be like, I didn't post because I'm not going to bullshit you. I, yeah. was, I was in a bad place, but I'm back and I'm and this helps me. Yeah. She's, it, says it keeps her accountable. But anyway, 
I'm going to lift up the tone now, but also lower it. You ready? Right, well, that's about a, a, a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. So I've got a little... Um, it's no, it's no shock to my friends that I'm, a, I'm an advocate for sex toys. <laughs> Sorry, G. You're going to have a new friendship here. I love a vibrator, okay? Whether it's with a partner or whether it's on my own. I've already had a conversation with this before, and to be yeah. quite honest with you, that one was enough. <laughs> so I'll just let, until but you get to the punchline. This is line. a fantastic episode for us to discuss a bit of self-love, right? And another side of self-love. And it's funny because I was say? in, yeah, another side to it. I think there's nothing wrong with discussing pleasure for a woman. Right. There isn't. But anyway, this is not actually why I'm talking about this at all. Funnily enough, I was in a group of Scottish women doing How Never Have I Ever a few weeks ago. And I was with another English friend of mine. And it came up in conversation about vibrators. And it was like tumbleweed in there. I was shocked because my English friends back home are very on my wavelength. I was shocked. I don't know if, it's, if, if I'm stereotyping Scottish women as a whole, because I'm sure I'm not, because there was one person in that room that was like winking at me like, correct. But they were all like, nah. <laughs> Don't own one, never use one, never had one with my partner. And I was like, wow, I'm shocked by that. Mm. Not that it's a bad thing. I just thought that was, I thought that's what we did. But anyway. I would say from what I know about close friends, it's quite mixed. Oh, okay. I wouldn't say it's like absolute no from the Scottish side of mm. things, but I don't know. I think you are quite passionate about it. Yeah. But, also, but that makes you sound like a sex addict, so let me just say I'm really not. <laughs> really, really you're not. You're a sex addict with the fucking toy. <laughs> yes, correct. Which is actually, it's actually probably really an issue. Bad. No, I'm not. I That's think not. it's... Get your image out of your head, everyone. That's not actually what's happening. But yeah. I think it's maybe that, and I'm not trying to age shame you here, but it might also be... As, have you always been like this? Or would you say it's in recent years? No, it's when I was young, when I was about... I think I had a friend that lived with me at the time. I was about 24 and I'd never had, never used anything like that when I was 24. And she was like, oh, you should. She was really into like the proper, like, mm. I'm talking dildo here. And that's not what I like, by the way. It's, I'm not into that. And I'll, she bought me one for my birthday and I was like, whoa, I didn't like- Some present that. I didn't, I know, I did not <laughs> enjoy it at all. I was like, this is not for me. I didn't like that at all. Mm. Um, and I'm not very adventurous with lots out there, but yeah, I think then I was like, wow, this opened me up to, she was like, yeah, I, all my friends do. I'm like, ooh, not sure. I feel like it probably takes one person to really talk about it, to probably yeah. open up people's minds to it. Mm -hmm. And the guy needs to be want to be involved as well. Well, yeah, this is well, this is the conversation we're going to get onto today. Right. So... I went in with cheese guys. And I just want to say that I've had permission to discuss this, okay? He was well up for me discussing this. So, I, as it's Valentine's Day, two years ago, when I introduced sex toys into my relationship, when it was maybe a bit longer than that, but we went away on a weekend away. And I actually remember this happening. Yeah, and I had a little nice little naughty outfit, okay? This outfit is not naughty. It's very basic lace little number. Re fast forward a few years, when we have these nice overnights, he jokingly said to me the other day, you pack that thing that you always pack. <laughs> and I was like, you twat. Then I was thinking, wow, I really need to spice things up a bit. I do wear the same thing. And it's really not anything special at all. It's just a nice piece of underwear. So I went away to a ski trip and I got a text saying, I've bought you something. I was like, okay. <laughs> thinking, fuck, fuck. Bought you a little something. Forgot all about it. Anyway, me and him went for breakfast yesterday. And we're going outside, we were standing outside of my shutters. My lovely postman comes to the door and he says, and we have a joke with the Hermes man, postman, 
because I do get a lot of parcels come to my door, as does Richard, a lot of trainers, a lot of clothes. And we always <coughs> joke with him whose parcel was who. And as he came, he got it out of his bag and he wafted it in the air. And he went, no. ooh, who's it for today? And I was like, well, it's definitely not for me. And Richard was just like, I could see his pupils start dilating. And I'm like, well, it's obviously for him, isn't it? And he went, oh, it's Richard Tate. And I went, what the fuck have you been buying now? And he was like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And I was like, what? And anyway, he was like, nothing. I don't actually know what it is. Anyway, as I walked off, I thought, that's that thing he's bought me. I thought the guy was going to be I bought it, it for you, what he's bought me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll put a picture of this. Now, I'll send I mean, there's him. absolutely no privacy anymore, is there? No, but I've not wore it. I'm not going to. <laughs> right. Not ever. Right, So okay. he, he looked at a model online and thought I would look like that and that. <laughs> Gee? <laughs> my tits. <laughs> my tits wouldn't hang like that. Just to describe you all, I'll, I'll post a picture of it. It's a leather, boobless, crotchless, may I add, <laughs> bodice with a metal chain choker <laughs> with, with black tape on a cross over the nipples. He wants me to walk out in this. Let me listen to the chain on the mic. Can you fucking cope? Like, so he's looked at the model on whatever is it, Love Honey, and thought, oh yeah, Jess would look good in that. Gee, horrendous. That is horrendous for a start, and I would also look. <laughs> she's got big fake tits. It looks like all a... I'm looking at when I, all I'm seeing when I look at this is why would. Anyone in this world choose to wear that over fucking Disney jammies, I don't understand. <laughs> Same, Zoe. It looks like it cost about a fiver. It is cheap, <laughs> nasty tack. And I just can't believe he's gone to scroll the internet and thought, I know, Jess would love to wear that. Imagine me walking into my bedroom with that choke around my neck. God's black me. tape across my tits. That's a sin. That is a sin. But it also came with a little free gift. Fuck's sake. discuss. And this also brings me on to um, another little toy that I thought I would buy as a couple years ago. I obviously read that, you know, men like a little bit of bum action, right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought they did. So I bought a golden bullet for the bum. <laughs> golden. <laughs> He's given me permission for this. And I pulled it out and I was like, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> surprise. It was obviously like a golden little dildo that you pop up their bum. And he was like, that's going nowhere near my ass. <laughs> and I was like chasing around the room like, please, let me stick it up your bum. <laughs> anyway, that, just that like, swiftly never never left my drawer since. Bums are for one thing and one thing only, I know, nice. but I thought men liked a little bum bit. Things should just come out, not in. A little finger up the bum. Anyway... So, I've got a pack of cards here, and we were reading them out together. We were pissing ourselves. It's called Pillow Talk, a sexual voyage of discovery pack of cards. Right. <clears throat> no plane switch with them, are you? Thought? So, it's actually things. So, it has an intimate question at the top and then an intimate forfeit at the bottom. Zoe, I just would love to see you play this game with Jason because you're the most awkward person on earth. Quite weird. Intimate forfeit, spank your partner three times. I'd be <laughs> like, oops. <laughs> Expose yourself to your partner for 10 seconds. <laughs> I can't I mean... This is the worst one. Talk dirty to your partner for one minute straight. Never. Never. Never could do Never. that. I can't even tell you. I put on what I classed, nothing like that outfit. 
just a nice lacy brand. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about, Zoe. I would never wear something like that. Yeah, I know, but I took that away. We went to Brighton one time, and I thought a wee couple of days away, like I'll try, I'll try and make this fun, right? <laughs> I came out the toilet with that on. I was hunched over, and I was already laughing before I got out of the toilet. I'm like, I don't understand how people... How do you switch from, like, carrying on with someone, like, every day to, like... Do people just have a switch in their body, and that's them, like, in, like, sex mode? That's what I mean. How do I switch off my baby voice and try and be sexy? Like I can, like <laughs> I can get into it and like do the deed and like that's great. But I don't get the it's the like dress up before play thing that I struggle to know how, how people you turn are brave off. enough to do it. It's how you turn off like the jokes and the laughs. I had an old housemate that used to go on numerous Tinder dates, and she would turn up at the house in a Mac and long boots <gasps> and just underwear. And she, as they opened the door, she'd just be like, "Hi." But I think that's like a characteristic thing. People don't know you, they don't know anything else about you. So it's as an act, whereas it's hard to put an act on with someone that you're with every You know, day. yeah. Do and you know you, what I mean? You're farting and trapping the head under the covers and that. Exactly. <laughs> like one minute I'm farting and doing that and the next minute I'm like, what am I my fucking chains? Like, it's not going to, like, mm. do you know what I mean? It's do a you fine think line. watching porn whilst making love is a turn on? I've never watched porn with a partner. No. Never. Although I love lesbian porn, there I said it. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm not alone with that one. Do you prefer shaven or natural privates? Well, I fucked you with that one. Fucked you get laser. Have you ever faked an orgasm? This is too much. Anyway, let's end it there. I've had it. I've. This has been quite a lot. This She's episode. sweating. Jeez, like get me out of this room. I think I've got a rash up my neck. Anyway, I love it. That's Give quite me enough. all the dirty chat. Put the cards away. We're ending it. Yeah, here. we are ending it now. There's no more. It's just to talk to. Gently cup and squeeze your partner's testicles and breasts three times, increasing the pressure each time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck sake. Oh, I've got a dab on now. Right, oh. we're out. That's it. This is why we need to drink more. That was enough. That was brilliant. Well, anyway. Happy Valentine's Day from us to you. Self-love, self-pleasure. Do you know what I mean? That took a turn for the worst. Needs to get Jenna on some sort of dildo uh, sponsorship, G. Right. I'm no promoting love, honey. <laughs> you can go home and test it. <laughs> what, I'm giving my reviews next time? <laughs> no. Oh, running around after Jason with your book plug like, babe, wait. <laughs> we need to do it for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Me. Anyway, I'm stopping you there. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I mm. hope you made it to the end of that because I fucking sure wouldn't have. You would. You would. <sighs> anyway, lots of love. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.